You are now listening to What Killed Us This Time. Two guys, two minds, two opinions, ranting about life. Here's your hosts, Holden Bleeker and Eric Scanlon. Welcome back. It is another episode of What Killed Us This Time. I am your host, Holden, alongside my great friend, Eric Scanlon. Eric, how are you? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? I'm doing good. I'm fired up. I'm ready for this episode, honestly. I've been Ooh. waiting for it all day. Ooh, you said I, I love the energy. Wow. What What is making you have, Eric, what's different this week? I'm you actually know, curious. I don't know. We is, yeah, I mean, you know, you and I have been working on something for a while. It sounds like we finally gained some traction on it. So I'm very excited about that. I'm really excited about some of the, uh, some of the topics that we have going on tonight, I think it's going to lead to some interesting conversation. And I think that our who cares is probably one of the best that we've ever had, in my opinion. I, I, I'm excited for our who cares, but to talk about, you know, our little secret project, that's not really a secret. Um, I, you're right. We're gaining some momentum and I'm actually kind of a little giddy about it. I'm, I'm very excited with what the future holds on that. Me too. Um, for those listening, uh, by the time this is released, hopefully we're done with the project we don't know yeah and then we'll have a big episode uh big episode for it big episode um eric you know i think this are we calling this season two even though we were only had like eight episodes for the first one we call this season or, you two? Know, with most shows when they get picked up they're on like a six episode run so you know we may as well you know right, so we got picked up for a second season we got picked up for a second season for season two we're going to just do this every week of us saying we're going to change it up a bit. So once again, we're going to change it up again. Eric, you know how it's going. I do, Holden, which is why I'm going to ask you a famed question. It's been sweeping the nation. Holden, what killed you this time? Oh, man. Uh, Eric, I would be lying. You know, when I was you know, sitting down trying to figure out what I was going to remember, I, I first thought about, you know, people lying. That was one I... <laughs> I was thinking about that a, w- a lot, but I, I chose against it because I want to do something more recent that's going on. I was thinking also about the stock market and everything going on with that. We are holding off on that just because we can get a more of an expert in. What is killing me right now is everything going on with the whole Deshaun Watson trade talks and ju- just everything going along with that. So let me give a little context. Um, this is more in terms of uh, Brett Favre. He came out, ooh, I think it might have been two days ago. It was sometime this week, and he said, you know, you're, we make too much money to complain and, you know, demand and ask for a trade and all that stuff. And uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on with that. You know, people are saying, you know, you know, Brett Favre is being racist. This is the same as the, uh, what was it, shut up and dribble and all this stuff. And other people were like, no, uh, Deshaun knew what he signed up for when he signed that fat extension he knew the texans were bad you know it's on him just everything coming out of it has just been absolute cancer it really it really has like i don't know why deshaun watson's demanding a trade no one does it's not public knowledge eric if you do know you know feel free to chime in but no one knows why deshaun watson's requesting a trade it's all speculation some say he got disrespected by the uh, mcnair family some people are saying oh no they, they you know they were racist which obviously would be you know disrespectful but like there's just all this stuff some here is like no he just had one bad season he's like no i can't win here time to dip like there's a lot of speculation no one knows why so by the time this comes out you know maybe this everything i'm saying won't matter but 
I, I have to kind of agree with the people that say you sign the extension, you really aren't in a position to do this. And here's what I, and here's what I mean by that. He got signed one of the fattest deals, you know, in the NFL, you know, that's what the quarterbacks do. They get all the money. He literally just signed the extension last offseason. Remember, he was all, he was like, I'm so grateful. And this was after the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Like he knew when he signed, DeHop wasn't there. His, his team wasn't that good. But he signed the extension. He got all that money. And, you know, one bad season, he's like, no, nah, I'm out. I don't know what happened. Like I said, there's all speculation. It looks bad. Like you can't get, take all this money and be like, ah, now nah, I went out now. Like, no, you gave a commitment. Um, like everyone knew the Texans were bad when he signed it, the text, if it is like, you know, fear of racist comments or whatever, I don't, I truly don't know. I mean, the McNair family has been accused of that before. So not really, I don't know what could have happened where he's like, Oh, all of a sudden it's just, there's so much going on with it. Like there's so many aspects I can go with it. Um, I'm trying to think of which one I want to narrow down with, but I, I, I kind of be like Deshaun, you knew what you signed up for. It, it, it doesn't look great when you go, give me the money because it's not, it's, I know I'm going in circles. Because everyone who's defending is like, no, him signing the contract made sense. And, you know, what if he got hurt? I, let's take the perfect example. Dak Prescott had a horrible injury contract year trying to make money. Dak Prescott is still going to make a ton of money this offseason even with injury because literally the Cowboys were so bad. Everyone's like, yep, Dak was the saving grace. People say Deshaun Watson's better than Dak. So if Deshaun Watson had the same injury as Dak, guess what? He would still be getting paid a whole lot of money. So I just think it's all dumb. Just everything coming out with everyone, you know, pointing fingers like, oh, it's a race problem or no, he's just, it's just, it's all just been cancer. And I I'm, I'm kind of having enough of it. I need, I need a new, news cycle thing to happen you know I, I i don't want to keep reading the same thing over and over again eric what's your thoughts on all, everything i've been going on about well so you know obviously when you look at the deshaun watson situation that's kind of going on it's not uncommon for athletes to request trades anymore i feel like as of late that's been a huge thing of like athletes just kind of demanding that they want out I agree. Uh, and a lot of them, even after big contract extensions, like you said, I mean, we can turn to basketball and look at Russell Westbrook. Of He literally signed like a gigantic deal and then they had a horrible year. And then the next thing you know, he's like, I want out. And Oklahoma City traded him away because now they're in the process of rebuilding, even though this year they've actually looked you know, pretty good. Not like they're going to win the championship or anything like that, but, you know, we just see athletes more and more. This is becoming a common thing of athletes are always in a, I want to win now um, kind of mentality. And I think that if you look at Deshaun Watson's background of coming from Clemson, he played in two national championships. He was always in the running for the Heisman. He won a national championship and he was drafted very highly. I mean, I don't think he was, he wasn't the number one overall pick. But wasn't he like number two or something like that? He won 11th or around 11th. 10. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a first round pick. He's in the top 10 or, you know, top 15. So there's obviously a lot of expectations of him. You know, he's proven that he's capable of winning. I don't necessarily think that he's proven that he's capable of winning in an NFL setting. I know that he's been to the playoffs a few times, but, you know, I don't think that he's necessarily in the position to be demanding a trade. And like you said, 
He obviously signed the contract extension. They're paying him a ton of money. And he knew exactly what was going to happen when he, when he signed it, because that was after the DeAndre, the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Like the Texans are just not a very well-built team. They were a couple years ago when they had like a stud-filled defense, um, good offense. They had Hopkins. They had Will Fuller. Um, you know, they had a lot of moving pieces that were going to go together really well, but they just don't have that anymore. So I do think that it's, ju- it's justifiable for him to want to play for a contender because of his background. And I think in the past, he's proven that. And obviously he still believes as every athlete should, that he's the best out there and that he's capable of doing that. But at the same time, you know, he did put himself in the position of signing a huge contract extension and basically you know, committing to the team and now all of a sudden he wants out. So that's the part that I don't agree with. Um, as far as with what Brett Favre was saying, um, you know, I don't think that Brett Favre was being racist. I think Brett Favre was kind of just telling it how it is based off of his viewpoint. Um, and you got to remember, you know, Brett Favre, obviously he played, um, you know, for years and years. So he's kind of of the different generational mentality too when he played of, you know, you don't request trades, you play through everything. And he was successful. He won a Super Bowl. He should have realistically went to two Super Bowls. Or no, he did go to two Super Bowls. He should have went to three Super Bowls. But then the Saints targeted him, and it was dirty, and the Saints are terrible. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, with the McNair family, obviously they do have a history of kind of having those accusations around them of, you know, being racist or discriminatory. Um, whether or not that that's what happened with Deshaun Watson, obviously, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Deshaun in a very long time. Uh, which, it's unfortunate which, here. I know. I know. I've never spoken to him as a matter of fact, but what? Um, it, I know, I know, but obviously with the McNair's history, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some of that kind of going on. Um, you know, even though it would be strange because they've literally committed to paying this man hundreds of millions of dollars to play for them. And they're the ones signing the check, but you know, we live in a strange world, so I can't put it past them. I can't put it past them at all. Um, so it's really just hard, kind of hard to see what's really going on. Um, I think that if I was the quarterback of the Houston Texans and they were paying me that much money, obviously it would suck. I'd take the money because I want to be playing for a contender. You know, I think that that's kind of a hard situation because obviously everybody has a different mindset too. Um, you know, I like to think of myself more as someone of, you know, you stick out you stick out of the tough times and you wait for the benefits to kind of come back to you and reap with all the rewards that kind of come with it. But, you know, I also know that that's not always kind of the best course of action because sometimes they might never come back. And it, as of right now, the Texans are not slated well for the future. Um, they basically traded away their best asset in my mind, which was Hopkins, somebody who paired well with Watson and they just shipped him off, and now they're about to ship off Deshaun. So Maybe JJ Y as well. Yeah, that's right. Well, JJ is a he's a free agent now, and if he was, you know, and obviously JJ Watt's done so much for the Houston community and everything, so it would suck to see him walk away. Um, but that's also somebody that you know he deserves to be in a situation to where he can win as well, because he's basically served his time in the Houston area and the Texans organization but you know he's not getting any younger and he's had injury problems so now it's time for him to move on 
Right. Uh, a lot of good points. I do want to start with one. Since we've been talking about the McNair family, we don't know if they're racist. Like, that's not like something that's public knowledge. So, again, we don't know why Deshaun's requ- demanding a trade. We don't know. It could be the McNair family. Like, they've had, like you said, ac- accused against them. Um, but when looking at Brett Favre with the quote of, you know, that you make too much money to really like complain, essentially, I, I, I kind of have to agree. Like, you're, you're make it's, it's like the thing with the NBA players, like during the bubble, when they're like, you're, you're literally complaining about all the things that are happening in the bubble when you are literally a having a job during a pandemic when like no one else does. B, you're still making millions on of what you are making normally make again no one else is doing that and like uh you're in disney world i know that's not a great one but that's huge for me so like there's a lot of times when you're like you can't really complain because you are really better off than most other people like um but in terms of like when you said demanding a trade you know you don't want to be you, you want to win isn't that a weak mentality like Look, I, I think about like Anthony Davis when he demanded trade from the Pelicans. You know, like yeah, he was having good years. One b- kind of bad year after like not make, having that playoff run, then not making it. He's like, nah, I I, I want out. Don't you think it's a weak mentality to be like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to win. I, I let, let's just leave. Don't like that's that doesn't look well outside looking in of when you're like, nah, I can't win. Time to leave. Yeah. No. I. I have never been in support of athletes just straight up like while under contract, while having signed contract extensions and then like the next year getting it because basically what they're doing is they do that probably knowing that they're going to demand a trade because they know that their team's not good. So they sign the contract so that way they have guaranteed money and then they're like, nope, I want to play for a contender because then teams that do have those pieces – think to themselves, oh, I can add to this and we can basically make a super team. Um, And all I would really be doing is trading away draft picks and maybe some younger talent, but I'd still be keeping my main pieces. That's essentially what they're doing. That's what Anthony Davis did. He told people, he goes, this is where I want to go. And the Lakers were like, well, we have Yeah, Yeah, the Lakers were like, well, we can do that. You know, Anthony Davis, I do love you. (laughs) I like I know I, I just threw shit. I love you. You brought me a championship. Don't don't you worry, big fella. <laughs> you know, I think that it's it's annoying when athletes do it. And you know, sure, maybe they're within their rights. Well, no, it's not even a maybe. They are within their rights to demand a trade. Um, but I think that the whole purpose of them doing it is stupid. You know, I think that if you sign a contract play it out you know you didn't have to sign it you could have tested the free agency market i think that the free agency is really the best way to do it if you want to create a super team and free agency then by all means be my guest but you know if you're under contract play the duration of it it's not our fault that you signed a long contract right um i know i know we're going in circles so i kind of just want to end it with my last thoughts I'm just trying to think the right way to word it. I'm not like blaming Deshaun. Like we said, like if you went out, if something bad happened, I get my whole rant more about this. Isn't about what Brett Favre said. It's everything of just the back and forth of everyone on like social media and just everyone pointing fingers like, no, it's this. And it's just like one giant cancer storm of just everyone just making accusations that have no proof to it. 
and it's just all terrible. Like Brett Favre's getting so much hate. I don't think what he said was that out far. Deshaun's under a lot of fire because they're like, no, nah, it's a weak move demanding a trade. You shine my like this. Just it's all just so bad. I I just need a new news story to come out like <laughs> something funny or something big. I don't know. Make another make a Carson Wentz trade. Something soon happen. That way I don't have to hear about this. That's my last. Right. Thing. I agree. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, if we're on the topic, Eric, you want Wentz to your little Colts. You know, I think that the answer should Frank be no. Wright, oh, I think we're going to get into it a little later. I do think that if, because uh, I ultimately have a dream in mind that, like I said, we're going to get into later. But I think that if we did get Carson Wentz, when Carson Wentz literally looked like Superman on the football field, it was when Frank Wright, the Indianapolis Colts head coach, was Philadelphia's offensive coordinator. So I do think that there could be some good that comes from it. But I also know that because the Philadelphia Eagles organization is just filled with a lot of awful people, that they would demand a high price for him and we would no trade away pay for it. <laughs> yeah, we would trade away our entire future. So I would much rather us not do that. Eric, I, I don't want to be, you know, the dream shatter. Payne Manning's not coming out of retirement. It's, it's well, not happening. That's, it's, that's just a shame. And Maybe yes. uh, if we play our cards right, we'll draft uh, we'll draft Arch Manning, his nephew. Ooh, I don't think he's old enough to to clear. No, no, no. He's only like a sophomore in high school. But ah, keep our we'll keep our options open. Long term, yes. Mm-hmm. When's his best time was in the wreck. All right, let's move on. Eric, what has been killing you lately? Well, Mister Holden, let me tell you. So recently, I've been speaking with uh, your brother mr uh, austin lawrence bleaker or whatever the hell his last name is or middle name it ain't lawrence well i i remembered it and then i didn't um would you like the I'll, initial yeah go for it it starts with the letter a oh it's andrew andrew it is not andrew oh crap um uh it's not Alexander. Um, nope. What's what's it end in? The last letter. Yeah. Uh, y. Okay, I, I forget. Anthony. Anthony, that's it. Okay, yeah. See, I knew it. God damn it. Yeah. Oh well. All right, um, moving on. Get back. We'll get back. Get back. But so you know, obviously in quarantine and everything, everybody pigged out. And we're gaining some weight. And, you know, that, of course, happened to me as well. And I absolutely hated it. And it's been hard because now that I'm back to work, too, that, you know, we go out to lunch frequently, me and my coworkers, and we don't have anything healthy around us. And all of my coworkers are a lot older and they don't care what they eat. So it makes it hard for me, somebody who's young and shouldn't be eating like that. Um, So... I was talking to your brother and he gave me a, an app that he's been using that's helped him lose like 10 pounds in 20 days, which is awesome. Um, so I kind of thought, you know what? I think, yeah, it's time that I kind of kind of start looking at the way that I'm eating, exercising more, kind of, you know, how can I do this? Um, and so I took up counting calories. And what kills me is the, the nutritional facts on the foods that I'm eating and how they are organizing things and what they're really saying. It's, you know, when you look at stuff like that, it says 
there are this many calories per serving, but not all of them tell you how much a serving is or what really goes into it. So it's like today it told me when I've made a sandwich for lunch, it said it's this many calories per serving, but right. I had no idea how much per serving was because then it gave me four ounces. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to measure this out. So how many is it per slice? You know, just tell me that because I'm going to put two slices of ham, two slices of turkey, piece of cheese, bread. That's a very plain sandwich. It's just very easy. But I literally had to go into the metrics and kind of figure out, okay, with this, this, then, okay, subtract this, carry the Y. It's like, it shouldn't be that hard. Tell me what this is, how many slices, make it simple. It's not simple and it's frustrating as hell, especially because I'm on like, I think I can only eat according to the plan that I chose because I chose to lose like two pounds in two pounds per week, which Mm. technically a pretty aggressive plan. Like I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's as high as it would let you go. And then I looked up at why that is, is because that is technically amongst most health officials and like experts of like two pounds a week is probably the most that you should be losing because anything more you're basically starving yourself. And did not so know I, that. Mm-hmm, I didn't know it either. I thought I was like, Oh yeah, I mean, like if you could lose like five pounds a week, like that'd be awesome. But in order to do that, you basically have to, you know, eat like basically like one meal a day. If even that, uh, like that is very drastic. So what I've been doing is now I eat at least my budget. And which is another thing that I like about the app is that it tells you how many, calories you should eat a day based off of your weight and what you're trying to get to and how to get there um so i am technically supposed to eat 2031 calories a day which is not you know some people that do eat healthy think like okay yeah that sounds about right but for somebody like me who was not counting calories before and didn't realize how much i was eating prior to this i'm like holy crap like that that's not a lot you know, so now that I'm kind of getting into the routine of, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to eat. You know, breaking all that down has been kind of difficult and it leaves you hungry. But luckily now that I'm kind of getting used to it, I'm not getting as hungry, but I am starting to realize how difficult it is to kind of maintain something like that. And when you're really taking it out and how frustrating it is when the nutritional facts don't tell you what you need to know in order to be successful doing this. It's ridiculous ridiculous Holden it is ridiculous is it killing you or is the starving part killing you I mean both well luckily the (laughs) hunger hasn't been that bad um and I've been trying to eat obviously like you have to get in like the right amount of protein you have to get in you know the right amount of everything here and there um you know I'm still eating carbs I'm not cutting carbs out or anything like that I'm sure that maybe eventually if I really want to go insane with it Maybe that would be the next move. But the problem is, is that I love carbs. I love, I'm like Oprah. I love bread. Um, and it's, it's cool. It's delicious. And I love pasta. I'm part Italian. So that's literally what I feast on. So, you know, that part, you know, I think that it's really just about eating less and it's about exercising too. So that's kind of the majority of what I'm doing, but I have to know what I'm eating. I have to know what a serving size is. So, for all you companies out there listening, start being more specific. It's not that hard. I love when I read it and it says like 
for like chips. It's like three chips is one serving. I, yeah, isn't that isn't that a crap? Uh, crap? <laughs> I don't know how that's a serving. I don't. I, I don't. I want. I'm more curious on. He's like, I can't really rant about being on a diet, Eric. Um, I think if I told you I was on a diet, I think you would probably call the police for a wellness check on me. Right. Um, <laughs> I've seen like, what you eat and how much you eat. It amazes me how, how thin you are. Oh, it, it, it amazes myself. Actually, I'll, I'll tap into that in a minute. But I just the serving size, I, I'm more curious on – what determines a serving size? Like how's three chips a serving? And then with your thing, like how, like I want, I wish they said made it more clear on what goes into determining a serving. And like you said, yeah, it shouldn't be that hard to be like, yeah, for a serving like ham slices or whatnot. Yeah. One, two slices of serving. Cause you know, that's how much a normal meal a serving should mm-hmm. be. I, it, you're right. I don't know why it's, not like that, but yeah, and it literally it was just like, oh yeah, for every four ounces, it's one serving. It's like, okay, let me go get my drug dealer scale and measure this mm-hmm. out. It's like, no, just tell me how many slices, for God's sake. Well, then they'll be like, well, you know, not every slice is made the same. That's fine. You're estimating anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like what you're telling me is probably a lie. So I mean, just tell me, make me feel good at least. Yes. Ah. Make me feel good. Um, I'm just laughing because I don't think I've ever really been on a diet in my life. Like a, like a diet like to lose weight because, you know, that would just be absurd. I've been you on losing weight to... would probably put you in like the unhealthy category. I'm pretty sure I'm already in there. You might be. I, I honestly might be. Um, I've been on diets to gain weight. Those also didn't work for me. God, that I would love to be on that diet, but like not lose weight. I mean, not gain weight. Actually, I, I might as well tell a story. I remember freshman year, fo- uh, high school. So getting ready for like football. Obviously, I didn't weigh, you know, anything. And you know, you you have to do um, physicals. You have to pass physicals to play, you know, high school sports. And I remember the doctor. I went to get the physical done like that day. He told me something, and I can't remember the calorie amount, but it was something really, really high. And I think he said, like, you need to be eating, like, 6,000 calories a day. Yeah, Eric, I don't a, know if that's a lot. I think a, it is. It's a fair amount. For somebody your size, that's, yeah, that's a fair, fair amount. Like, 6,000 calories a day would be a lot for somebody my size. I just remember it was, like, it was, like, a lot amount where I was, like, oh, that's quite a bit. I don't remember the number again, but he's like, yeah, you're going to need to like eat like a cheesecake slice a night. And like, he was listing all these things like I need to do to gain weight. And I was like, that sounds so unhealthy to be playing football. I was like, yeah, but you're, you're bulking up. I was like, that's not bulking. That's just gaining weight. Well, that would essentially be like the easiest way to do it is pretty much eating like protein only. Like you'd basically oh, be right. on a diet. Well, that's what's funny is like, I, I obviously I didn't fall through with it because, you know, I'm not, I wasn't going to count calories or eat that unhealthy when I'm, you know, trying to get in shape. That would literally just be the worst thing to do. Right. Um, and you've seen me like I usually, depending on the night, you know, I'll have my second dinner, which is always delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the people listening, I eat a lot of food and my multiple meals at night are kind of interesting. 
Yeah, but, Holden um, will have like dinner at like seven o'clock, and then like nine o'clock rolls. Yeah, I'll be yeah, like, all right, nine or ten rolls around, and Holden's like, it's second second dinner. dinner. It's second dinner. No, the best, Eric, is when I'm on vacation and I finish my meal, and then they're looking at the dessert menu, and I just go, I'm gonna order another entree. Yeah, and that's literally gonna be us in a month. I, so. I literally have done that. Even actually, I've done that even not on vacation. Like I was at a. God, where was I? I was at Bonefish, you know, in downtown. Mm-hmm. And um, I eat my meal. It, it was, it was, you know, it was really good. I enjoyed it. And they're all talking about like dessert. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Can I get another meal? Except I went, like, <laughs> I had, and they're like, seriously? And I was like, yeah, I got another meal. Like, clean through that, destroyed it. And then I also was then contemplating dessert and i don't i can't remember <laughs> if i got it or not but i'm pretty sure i ate something else later that night so i had two meals at one sitting and then i ate something later that night that is insane it is insane you know what also is insane from the time of freshman year football to sophomore year of football i gained 50 pounds i don't know what the hell i did but i gained a lot of weight <laughs> Yeah, but 50 pounds over the span of like four years for somebody that was technically supposed to be bulking is probably not that much weight. Yeah, but I did it in a one year. I thought you said from freshman year to sophomore. Oh, from freshman to sophomore. I thought you said senior. Okay. No, 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 no. I gained 50 pounds from sometime during freshman year football to like sometime during sophomore year football. So about a year, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. I gained about 50 pounds. Okay, yeah, that's a lot in one year. That is, I don't know what I did. I don't think I changed any anything specific, but whatever I did in that year, I, I, I'm very, very tempted to try to do it again. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I don't know how I gained 50 pounds in a year, but <laughs> my goodness. Anyway, go back to your rant topic, because I just turned him into more story time of me just being, uh, well, a food waste machine. Right. Well, I mean, I just, for final thoughts, I mean, Counting calories sucks. It does work, but it sucks because it's literally difficult to determine serving sizes based off all nutritional facts. It's like, well, it could be this, but it, it could, could also be, be this. <laughs> I, I think what would kill me about it, I mean, just being on a diet, I think alone would probably kill me. But um, I, I think, like I said, like it's all estimations anyway. So I don't know why they can't do more specific estimations specific estimations that doesn't make sense saying out loud but like uh more be like yeah about two slices of ham or whatever one slice of this it's about a serving it 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 just would make a lot of things easier for everyone right i mean yeah that's like literally the point of their job is to tell us what we're eating it's not like if that's your job then do it and they're failing eric that could be your are you kidding me you could be like you're failing at your job are you kidding me I know it's I mean, not. It I know it's not, it. but still. It certainly plays into it. All right. Let's actually let's go straight to it then. Eric, what is your are you kidding me? Since it's not, you know, nutrition facts. Well, my are you kidding me is that it recently came out that what was the Colts Lord and Savior that wasn't Jesus Christ, but pretty close to Payne Manning. Okay, the second coming, (laughs) Mr. Andrew Luck was coming out of retirement. 
based off leaked text messages, which seemed kind of suspicious and really weird, but it gave everybody a little glimmer of hope that the Colts' future was bright. I still think that the Colts' future is bright. Don't get me wrong. That defense is star-studded. They've got an amazing offensive line, even though Anthony Costanzo retire in peace. Um, but we're going to get a good left tackle anyways, though. But, you know, when we saw that Andrew Luck could potentially be considering a comeback and that he missed his football more than anything that, you know, I immediately thought Super Bowl bound within the next two to three years immediately. Obviously the first year he'd be rusty, but he's Andrew Luck for God's sake. That's right. Then come to find out that it was pretty much a hoax is just, are you kidding me? You can't play with our emotions like that. We've been through so much. We lost Peyton Manning. And then we draft the second coming first overall. He literally does amazing. But then his former general manager, Ryan Grigson, was an idiot. was like, I'm going to get you another wide receiver. And then the next year, I'm going to get you another wide receiver. It's like, did you ever think about protecting this young man? Because he had a lacerated liver. He had like just shoulder issues. He's been banged up. He took incredible hits from 300 pound people running at him at 20 miles per hour. It's like, for the love of God protect him and then they finally do it and then he's like you know what like the Colts have probably one of the best offensive line like top three easily right now in the NFL Quentin Nelson I think in his three years is allowed like eight sacks or something like that if even that like he's literally amazing and then we had Anthony Costanzo who's a great left tackle Ryan Kelly at center like literally a powerhouse like you're not getting through those three people even the right side. I don't even remember their names because they're not blind side, but they're amazing. That's what I'm trying to get at. And Andrew Luck was like, nah, I'm going to go have a family. It's like, okay, well, I mean, damn it. Good for I mean, you, but damn it. I don't think you can be mad at Andrew Luck for being like, yeah, I would like to be able to hold up my kid one day. No, no, no. I'm not mad at it like, at all for no, that. No. You, you need to but, yell at Jim Ursay be like, you made the kindest man maybe ever and you you just let them out to be slaughtered. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely horrible what happened, you know. But then we had that little glimmer of hope. And then even T.Y. Hilton today tweeted, you know, it was like a movie every time we were out there, you know, something like that, you know, to the effect of he basically like toyed with people. It's like, is he coming back? Because he tweeted a picture of him. He's talking about him. Like, you know, what's going on there? But then you put like the crying emojis there. So and it's like, okay, maybe this meeting didn't go so well. Because in the leaked text messages, it said that Andrew Luck had a meeting with Jim Ursay that was supposed to be today, I think, or sometime this week. And, you know, then it starts kind of thinking, okay, maybe that meeting didn't go so well. Like what, like, what the hell's going on? Nobody knows what's going on. And Andrew Luck does not talk to anybody. He's not somebody that goes out and talks to the media. Nobody even knows where this guy is. So we literally have no idea what's going on, which like are you kidding me just you know either come back or make it clear that you're not coming back stop playing with our emotions eric did you get barry mccockinard i don't think i did i didn't see any uh i mean granted i don't even think that i follow him anymore because his accounts keep getting suspended and i don't really feel the need to keep up with them but you know it's just it's been a roller coaster holden it's just i don't know how much more i can take just want to say, if, however, you know, if they the Colts didn't let uh, lead Andrew Luck to, you know, 
be slaughtered. We wouldn't get those great videos of him complimenting so many defensive players for saying, nice hit. We wouldn't get that. I mean, he'd still be doing it, but. Well, he would be doing it, but. As of right now, he wouldn't be doing it a lot because the Colts offensive line's amazing. Yeah. Too little, too late. That man took too big of a beating. Very, oh. uh, it's it's just very unfortunate what happened to Luck. Um, yeah, I, I think the, yeah, you're are you kidding me? It's just it, it's more just sad than anything else. It is. It really is. It, it really it it be like that sometimes with a question mark. It do. Ah, it do be like that sometimes. Like Mr. Holden, let me ask you another question. Currently through the nation. Is there anything that is asking or that is making you say, are you kidding me? Yes. Now, Eric, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a liar. So we, I don't, I won't lie to our audience. You and I were both struggling on a, are you kidding me? You know, coming up for this episode. Yeah. It's not as easy as it looks folks. It, it, it's not you. I know we're like, you know, extremely, and I mean, extremely gifted at this. Like we're just national pros. We so, sometimes we were just like, ah, I don't know. And then, you know, maybe the universe just gives you one. So I was, I was driving back, you know, I uh, was helping uh, one of my fraternity brothers, you know, plan a uh, sweetheart week. So, you know, we were, you know, discussing what we could do, how to do it with COVID and all that good stuff. So I, after I left, I got a hot chalk and I was driving back and I'm at this uh, intersection. Eric, you know the one I'm talking about, but it won't matter to the people listening. Correct. So it's all red uh, for all four directions, or I guess technically three directions. Um, it's this time for like anyone who's crossing can go. That's like the whole point of it. No pedestrians, like no one is crossing. And we're trying to make a right, a right turn. Um, the car in front of me wouldn't go. Like there was, no, there was no pedestrians crossing. It's a red light. He can turn. No one will hit him. He didn't go. So I, I sat there. I was like, okay. Maybe there's a pedestrian. Maybe there's someone crossing. I just can't see them. You know, it's it's nighttime. It's getting dark early. It's like maybe there's just someone there. I was like, all right. Then the uh, green arrow goes for that one way. So like the way it would work is when we're turning right, cars would be turning left. So like they they give you that little cushion. We're like, yeah, no one again can hit you. You can turn right. Again, he's just sitting there. No car can come. And I was like. I, I, I got to the point. I was like, all right, what are you doing, dude? You got, you, are you, you gotta be kidding me. So that goes, then it becomes green. So no, both car green, everyone can go. We're still out of red. No cars are going. Like they all literally just turned left. So like, there's no one there. He can again, turn right. He still does not go. He waited for the entire cycle to get a green light before he turned right on red. And it was the biggest, are you kidding me? Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that. Most drivers, you know, even even the most patient driver still wouldn't wait as long as that man just did to turn right when no one is there. I, I don't know what happened. I, I Eric, have you ever seen anything close to this? Like, this is like a first for me. So I don't know if I'm blowing it out of proportion, but it, it definitely made me go in my car. You got to be kidding me. Like, do I honk at this guy or what? I mean, you know. Being from California, we see a lot of stupid drivers, and I think that in Idaho, where you currently are, there's definitely some 
they're Idaho stupid or, you know, and I'm not saying that people from Idaho are stupid, but I think that Idaho drivers, you know, California drivers are aggressive. Idaho drivers yes. are more reserved. And so I probably personally would have haunted them, but I've also seen, cause there is such a thing as California stupid. And it's basically almost everybody here. Um, that I have quite literally seen people that will just sit at a red light, like turning right to where you can go, unless there is a sign definitively saying no turn on red or right. no right turn on red, which there are. There's one literally oh, yeah. right down the street from my house. Um, you know, but if that is not a thing, then if you have the right of way and there are no pedestrians, there's no cars that would have the right of way prior to you, then you have the right to go. So I don't understand why people don't get that. Um, to me, that kind of sounds like the person wasn't paying attention. Like maybe they were on their phone doing something stupid um, or maybe they just were that stupid and didn't realize it and thought that they literally just had to sit at that red light. So, you know, who knows? It's a combination of idiocy or just not know, being attentive, idiocy, stupidity, stupidity. It's all it's all in there. I, I'm not a praying man, but I don't know if I should pray to be like, I just hope he was on his phone. Cause you know, being on your phone and driving, you no, know, that's bad, but man, I, I, that it was, it was some class A stupidity right there. And I'm a very patient man. Like I, like literally, like I said, like f- the first time I was like, yeah, he, there's probably a pedestrian, no big deal. Second time I was like, all right, this is getting weird. And then by like the third cycle of like the lights changing, I was like, all right, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Come on, man. You got, ah, yes. Our also favorite Bionism. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. So that, that was just that ordeal. So it, sometimes the universe just gives you a great, are you kidding me? Maybe, maybe it's not great, but it gives you one right when you need it. Right. That's ah. just uh, so many things just all over the place with how that sounds. And I am, I'm simply not a fan of it. I'm a slight fan. It gives us stuff to talk about. That's the only real benefit to it. It's yes, it's the only benefit, but at least it, there is a benefit. And it, it leads for good content that I can agree with. Speaking of great content, let's move into the who cares. Um, you, you've actually, you are, you've been pretty excited about this one. We've kind of been like saving in the vault. Uh, the only reason we're bringing it out is because we kind of forgot about the vault and like, oh yeah, we had these list of ideas stored away. You know, it's another classic of just two giants, you know, the biggest opinions that are facing this nation. Um, it, 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 I think it divides the country more than anything. I, I, Eric, if you think I'm wrong, you know, stop me now. But this is probably the most important topic we've had. I mean, since maybe our very first one. I, I, I can't think of a bigger one than this. So with this one's no, pretty big. It is. So with that, without a further ado, we'll get into it. In and out versus five guys. Now, Eric, this is because this was your idea. Would you like me to open the floor or would you like to start? Start it start us off, Mr. Holden. Start us off. All right. Eric, I'm going to ask you a quick question. Is money a, a, a good factor for you? Would you say that's an important decision in, when you're going to a fast food restaurant? You know, things aren't meant to be cheap. I would say so. You would say so? Interesting. So I'm looking at the prices, you know, 
for five guys to get a single hamburger, it says seven dollars. Seven dollars for a single hamburger. It's not like it's a giant hamburger. No, it's normal size for a hamburger. For a double double at In and Out, four thirty five. No, that's a lot cheaper. Um, and I think that's huge because you know I can get a double a cheeseburger, fries, and a drink from In and Out, and it would be about half of the price of something at Five Guys. And from everyone that's told me, because I've been to Five Guys, you know, I've been to In and Out, I have been to Shake Shack as well, which is absolutely delicious, but that's not the debate. In and Out tastes better. So let me get this straight. It tastes better. It's about half the price for a full meal. And because, Eric, you also mentioned you're on a diet. The calories for Five Guys is uh, one of the, I mean, I don't know if you've looked it up. Their calorie count is pretty, pretty bad. I don't know if you have seen it. It's it's not looking good, my friend. So well, luckily, I'm not eating anything right now, so I'm not super concerned about it. But like, I'll I'll just read one little thing since you know, fries I didn't out according to the thing I'm looking at online says about 370 calories. Fries at uh, Five Guys is about 1300. That's uh about a thousand calorie difference, Eric. That's uh not good. So in and out tastes better it is cheaper and it is also healthier like eric i i don't know what you could say to make you be like nah five guys is better so i'm gonna let you open the floor now like floor is yours well mr holden you're certainly right that it is cheaper i will give you that one Thank but you. if you're gonna sit there and tell me that in and out tastes better well mr holden you're lying through your teeth Stop lying. Your pants are on fire. You're literally got third degree burns. You are high as hell. If you're going to sit there and tell me that in and out tastes better than five guys. Hang on. Mr. Don't Holden, you ever. Hang on. Hang on. Hey, 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 no, no, no. Go, go, First, go, go, don't you go, ever go, claim go, I'm go, on drugs. Go, go. How dare you? How dare you? No, you know, that's a lie. You? How, how dare you? Don't you ever, you? ever say I'm on drugs. You know, that's a lie. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Holden, I don't know what room. you're smoking. It is probably a combination of crack, marijuana, and methamphetamines. You, oh, my God. Er, Eric, it is, it is you, absurd. You are, now who's lying through their teeth? It is absurd. No, no. If I'm smoking anything, about. it would be Smarties. But I haven't. Holden, I can't even tell you the last time I've had Smarties or even oh seen them in stores. Don't you, don't you goodness. dare say I'm smoking. I don't know Continue. how your teeth. I don't know how the integrity of your teeth are right now because you're literally lying through them. That no, is you're lying awful. through your teeth, but go ahead. God awful what you're saying. You need to go confess to a priest right now your sins because, my God, I'm under the impression that you need an exorcism because you're possessed by a demon. in and out does not taste better than Five Guys. That is a crock of crap. All right? That is something you put in a crock pot and it's crap. All right? So stop it. Get some help, all right? It's absolutely absurd. Mr. Holden, can you please tell me how many different ingredients you can put or, I guess, toppings that you can put on an In-N-Out burger that they offer? Do you want, like, do I need to, like, find an official list or do you want me to just say things that I know of? Just say things that you know of. I mean, they got uh, cheese, obviously. They got lettuce, tomatoes, uh pickles onions they got um i mean do they got pickles though i've never seen pickles on a five guys i thought burger. they did i might be i maybe might be on the 
maybe on the animal style. I don't know, but I thought there. Okay, I take it back on pickles because I, I, I do believe I'm being mistaken. Actually, now that I think about, it. Um, they have those like little peppers, but that's more I like the bar you have to go like where the ketchup is. So I'm gonna, I'm still gonna count that. Um, and then they have the with, yeah animal sauce or animal style. Uh, I don't know. I, I won't. I will give it to you. It's it's more pretty basic stuff, but you know. Okay, because if I go into Five Guys, there's literally a list of stuff that I can put on it. I can put mushrooms. I, I can put grilled onions. I can put lettuce. I can put tomatoes. I can put all sorts of different things. Pickles, and then I can put mayo. I can put barbecue sauce. A one sauce. I can put ketchup. I can put so many different things. Plus, Mister Holden, can I know? I know that you're not. Are we? No. 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 Mr. Holden, do you like bacon? I, I, I do. I do. I do like bacon. Also, Eric, just oh, for a quick really? point of, hang on. I need to do a quick point of preference. I had to look it up. Yes. Apparently pickles is at in and out, but that is when you're right. Only when you get animal style. Sorry. That's what I, yes. That's I what do I like bacon. So you do like bacon. Mr. Holden, can you go to in and out and order a bacon cheeseburger? I cannot. Oh, really? So you're telling me that in and out can't even provide you with an option that you might even want? That I Mr. guess. Holden, are you joking my yes. Yeah, I guess, yes, technically, I could not get a bacon burger. Interesting. Because I know that at Five Guys, I certainly can. I also know, too, that when I go to In N Out and get their fries, those things are stale as hell. I may as well be eating cardboard. And they get cold ridiculously fast. Plus, Mr. Have you ever been to a Five Guys before? Um, yes, it would be okay. a bad debate if I've never been, you know. I agree. I agree. I agree with that, that it would be a bad debate if you're just arguing one side because you've never had the other. And, you know, you and I both live in California, so we were yes. raised on in and out We were. Weird. So, but the first time that I had Five Guys, Mr. Holden, you know what they did when I ordered a thing of regular fries? Did they hand it to you? They certainly handed it to me, but you know, I also ordered a burger. I ordered a bacon cheeseburger. Okay. All right, I put my I put my grilled onions. I put my my mushrooms on there. I put all sorts of things because I could, but I had to eat my way to the burger because oh, also too, Mister Holden. So obviously, In and Out has their animal fries, but I'd like to also point out that those things get cold ridiculously quick, and then it's just like eating disgusting cold cheese that they barely melted. On top um, of you know the animal, you know the sauce is good. I'll give him the sauce. Oh, but all see, it is, is really, all it is, I, is Thousand Island. All it is is Thousand Island. I can see. I don't I really like it. Want it to. I, that's oh, what's funny. Like that's what's funny. I don't like it. I don't like Thousand Island. I like. I I don't like their sauce. I whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know if it is just Thousand Island. Yeah, I I don't like it either way. It, I think it's kind of gross. Okay, so it sounds like you're not liking your own argument then. Okay, so anyways, no, no, no. Just uh, specifically with the sauce thing. Well, you know, it's part. It's an in and out specialty. They basically put it on everything. So, okay, that's interesting. But we are also talking about how you know it's more expensive, but you're also paying for more things because there are more options at Five Guys. You can put okay. more things on your burger. They're giving you literally pounds of fries. I had to eat my way to the burger because they literally buried the burger in fries when they gave me the bag. They also have the amazing Cajun style fries that are mwah, mwah, right delicious. Right. Literally, as I'm thinking about it, I'm hungry. But you know, as you said, I'm on a diet. 
you know, Mr. Holden. It is just absolutely amazing. All right, Mr. Holden. If I can go there, I can get a bacon cheeseburger. I can get a little bacon cheeseburger. I can get so many different options at Five Guys, and the taste is astronomical. The presentation of it might not be good, but the thing is, is that I'm not paying for the aesthetics. I don't want the aesthetics. I want it down, dirty, and greasy, baby. You know, when I want my burger, I want, you know, some people say they want a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Well, let's come, let's look at the burger. Sure. Maybe I want a lady in the streets and that'll be in and out, but a freak in the sheets, baby, that's five guys. That's what everybody <laughs> wants. You can't argue it with me in and out. Step your game up. Oh, oh no, also, don't worry. Too, one more other thing that I want to point out too, is that in and out clearly doesn't even have a great consumer base because they're only in like four or five States sure they're in california the most populated state but holden as you and i both know because we're from california california is probably the dumbest state in the united states it's full of idiots that are either a burning down the state doing gender reveals for their baby uh, <laughs> contributing to the homeless population or voting for gavin newsom so i mean clearly and eric Grissetti, the mayor of los angeles that's another idiot ah yes i mean the mayor of san jose is stupid too but you know, it is just amazing how dumb these people are. That's why they're like, even though it's so good. And then they go to Idaho and they're like, if if Idaho doesn't get an in and out, then I'm going to die. It's like, well, then, you know, obviously in and out did recently announce that they're going to move to Boise within the next uh, two or three years or so. No. OK, actually, I got a duty to interject first mm -hmm. with the uh, gender reveal. I didn't know that's what caused the fire for like the longest time. So until I had to ask someone, I was like, yo. I don't get these jokes. He's like, dude, that's how the fire started. I was like, oh my God. That's, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how one of them. That's how, yeah, one that's of them how like, it, so I didn't know that. Um, with the in and out coming to Boise, um, I saw it on not social media not that long ago. Um, the owner was like, um, no, we do not have plans of going to Idaho. Uh, maybe one day would be nice, but no, that's not in the plans. Maybe that no. she's trying to deflect it, but apparently that was more rumor based. Well, I don't know. This the Idaho statesman had an article about it. Right. Um, I read it. I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, false information, like your Andrew Luck thing. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, Boise meets the criteria because the way that In and Out does it is that they want all of their providers for their food to be within, like, I think a 50 mile radius of the restaurant. Um, but I think that's, yeah, that's to my knowledge, that's how they do it. Um, so you can make the point of that's why that they only are in a limited base, but you know, at the same time, they're also limiting themselves by that because they could literally become a nationwide thing and be so much more successful to where five guys is now started in the East coast. I've been to the original one in Arlington, Virginia, and it is traveled all the way to California and they're delicious. They're selling thousands upon thousands of burgers and they're amazing president barack hussein obama even used to go out of his way to get a five guys burger yeah but uh, I video of him doing it. but obama's kind of an idiot five guys an idiot but at least at least the man knows his food i see i disagree now I, now now it's my turn where's the skip bayless it is my turn where he's like half crying my if you're turn. comparing yourself to Skip Bayless, then you no, really but I'm no, I'm making help. a reference. There's a difference. First of all, yes, 
Five Guys does have a lot of options. I I can't deny it. They, they have like a like you said a giant wall of different toppings or whatever you want to call it. They have a giant list of things they can make, and they can't make one of them right. They don't make good food. They don't. How dare you? Nope, Eric. It is my turn. You're gonna sit here and listen until I ask uh, a rhetorical question. Then you can go until I ask you a question. It is my turn. Second, you, you talk about the like, In-N-Out fries getting cold fast. Um, I've been to the Boise uh, Five Guys a lot more recent than I have been to an In-N-Out. Those fries are cold by the time I get home. And the one from Probably Del- because they know that you're an In-N-Out supporter, they don't even want to. How serve would they you. know that? <laughs> Just looking at you, they're I don't like know what they that can means. tell. <laughs> they can tell you're means. a Californian. Okay, Ugh. sure, whatever. Yeah, no, by the time from downtown to my apartment, as you know, it is a very short drive. Very short. The fact that my fries are cold by the time I get there, that says a lot. You know, when I go to In N Out, I bring them back. They they don't go cold that fast. They don't. They don't they may not come in Cajun, but guess what? They're not cold. And that's kind of hot fries is kind of what makes it. It really does. And I'll give you one thing about uh, In-N-Out fries. They are a little inconsistent. Sometimes they're a little soggy. Sometimes they're crispy. Sometimes they're good in the middle. You know, it depends. Guess what? Five Guys is the same. I've gotten, like I said, I've been there recently. Some of the fries I got, they were really soggy. The other time they were like super crispy and cold. Actually, they were cold both times, but that's not the point. So that argument out the window. They're bigger and more satisfying. That's what she said. Sure, they're they're bigger cut fries. They don't taste better. They don't. Well, now that now you're just capping. Nope, I'm not even wearing a hat. You're wearing a hoodie. I am wearing a hoodie at the moment. Uh, not the point. Also, Eric, you, you know you've talked a lot about the toppings and all the variety. So let me ask you a question, and you can talk now. Have you had a hot dog from there? Have you no, had a hot dog from Fagus? It's called burgers and fries, Mr. Holden. No, no. The argument is five guys versus in and out. That is what the debate is. Well, the, all the, then all you're no, telling no, no. me is that once again, all you're telling me is that once again, five guys has more options. Yes, I've admitted that. Five guys has a bigger menu and they can't get anything right on that menu. In and out has a small menu. It's like a hamburger, cheeseburger, double, double fries. And then like they got the list of sodas and shakes. Very small menu but they get it right. It is delicious. And to your point about, you know, uh, they're only in like four states. I actually don't know how many states they're in. They're in California, Arizona. California, Nevada. Nevada. Oregon, Arizona, and Colorado just opened, right? Didn't they have one? Oh, that's right. Colorado as well. And then I think Texas too. So what was that? Six? I wasn't counting. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So they have, they have about that. Well, the whole point, you know, in and out have said why they don't keep expanding. They they just like being a West Coast thing. I don't know why. I would expand, like, you know, how Shake Shack and Five Guys, like you said, they went more East Coast and they came over. I don't know. I think I would – I would doesn't matter too much because where location doesn't hurt, you know, quality because, you know, in and out slogan is quality you can taste and you can. Now, Eric, I have one more point. And it's probably my best point. Have you had In-N-Out's milk ever before? 
No, I've had their milkshake. Milkshakes. Good milkshakes. In-N-Out's milk that they sell is the greatest milk I've ever had. I know that sounds weird. And everyone in my family, who knows, I mean this. If you ever go to In-N-Out and you get a thing of milk from there, it's the best tasting milk you'll ever have. I know it's weird. I really do. But, oh, my God, it's so good. You know, like when I would come home from a long day at Disneyland and, you know, Austin, I would stop at that little uh, In-N-Out on the way back. You know, I get my little little four-by-four, four, my fries and that milk. It is just delicious. So, Eric, I'm going to leave you with this. In-N-Out is, again, better tasting, um, cheaper, which is huge, healthier, which is also huge since you are on a diet. You have said that. And, you know, they don't have a giant menu where everything on that menu is not that good. Those are my uh, kind of closing points. Oh, and the best milk of all time. So those are my closing points. Go I don't ahead. know if you could hear all that, but it's just. Oh, hang on. Would you like me to speak it a lot louder in the mic? That's all I hear coming out of your mouth, Mr. Holden, because the lies that are coming through your teeth are coming out muffled. What? Because you got so much crap in there. Everything I just said was not a lie. I, they are cheaper. They are healthier. They are uh, on the West Coast. They do Nobody have the best goes to a burger place to be healthy. That's not even the point. No, the point is, it, it's, we're talking what's better. When you can tell people like, yeah, this food tastes better. It's cheaper. Oh, and it's more healthy for you. How is that not the biggest home run? But, all, but it's, it's only a triple it at least. Because it doesn't taste better. Oh, but it does. But it does. Oh, but it don't, though. But it don't. Well, all the, all these, you know, you're, you're brainwashed into the California mindset of this is my burger and I will stand by this burger, but you've never, you never opened yourself to the experience. You're, what? you're set in your ways. You're not open-minded, Mr. What are Holden. you talking about? I literally prefaced that I think Shake Shack's the best. Then I think it's in and out. And then, you know, in a not close third place is five guys. Five Guys is light years ahead of the competition. No. They're light no. years ahead. Their use of peanut oil is revolutionary. It's delicious. It's is cunning. it really revolutionary? Revolutionary, Mr. Holden. Peanut oil is revolutionary, really? 100%. 100%. And it's delicious. And you love them for it. And they tell you, Mr. Holden, they tell you where their potatoes that they're serving from Wow. are located from where they're coming from and most of the time it's idaho That's i want cool. you to let that sink in a place that you and i both love doesn't like everyone's potatoes really just come from idaho oregon idaho washington you know michigan's got some mm. but you know they don't have to tell you where it's coming from but they do anyways because they care wow so and that's, Five that's... Guys is better, okay? Five Guys is a place where you can go and you can sit down. You don't have to wait an outrageously long amount of time to have a subpar burger. You're going to go there. You're going to get served, you know, with five guys, you know, just buddies hanging around. It's beautiful. And in and out, you're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to get in and out. But the thing is, is, you don't just get in and out, all right? Because you're fucking sitting there. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. 
excuse me. That's how passionate I am about this. Beep. You're sitting there. You're waiting. If you're in the drive-thru or if you go inside, you're sitting there. You're waiting for a long time. It's not like a quick, you're in and out. It's literally, you're sitting there for like 30, 45 minutes because the line goes out forever. Because all these dumb Californians are like, I haven't had in and out for the fifth time this month. Eric, Not even this month, this week. Eric, it sounds like you just admitted in and outs better by popular vote. That's the way it just sounds like. in and out just... is located in California, the most populated state filled with a bunch of idiots. Therefore, yes, yes more people are going to go to it because it's in a more populated area. And yes, these people are stupid and closed-minded because they haven't ventured out to a Five Guys. I'll admit that. Yeah, okay, so yes, popular vote does say in and out. And also to your point how you said you don't get in and okay, out. Yeah, but the popular vote can't even elect the president of the United States. So. Well, yeah, because we, we've had this talk. Popular vote doesn't mean anything. Correct. So, okay, only, so you just Eric, admitted it. Eric, the only votes that matter is yours and mine. It, mean anything. No, the only votes that matter is yours and mine. If we had a guest host this time, you know, they would be the tiebreaker, but it doesn't Our matter. guest host would be from California. They don't know. It, no, not necessarily. But mm -hmm. hang on. I want to make one more point, and then I, I have to ask you a question. To your point, when you said, you know, with in and out you don't get in and out quickly, you know, as the name says, when I go to Five Guys, I don't see Five Guys working there. I don't see that every time. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a bad well, because argument. Because they're, they're all inclusive. I, no, they that, don't no. just want, they just don't want it to be male dominated, Mr. Holden. That's very closed minded of you. Well, it, it, I think it's closed minded for them to call it that then. It should be five people. You know, do why, you why does that have to be five guys? The story behind it, it's about <laughs> Eric, a dad really opening up this? a burger joint. It's about a dad who opened up a burger joint with his four sons. How dare you? <laughs> Well, actually, you made that story pretty short, so I guess we did have time. All right, Eric, let me ask you one more thing. Who the hell cares? That's a good point. It's a very good point. Oh, my God. This has definitely been our longest two cares, and I think it's probably been our best back and forth. I think so. Um, I mean, like I said, like I in and out I do like that. It's cheaper. I do think it tastes better than Five Guys, but – I think overall I like Shake Shack the best. Maybe because it's like I've only had like four times ever. So it's like you can't have it. So you're like, yeah, I probably like that the best. I've only had it once. So did you like it? It was good. I kind of ate it cold though. So that was the problem. But I'm that, sure that if I had it again, which I could now that there's one kind of close to me, um, you know, maybe I, maybe within the next couple of weeks I'll go get some or something. That's good. So yeah, uh, but to your point, since you know the debate really is over. Yeah, when I get fry, when I usually get Five Guys here in Boise, like I come back, my fries are actually cold, and I'm always upset. I will say that the Five Guys in Boise historically has not been it's a good. It's not been a good representation of Five Guys everywhere else. Like I've had my own kind of like nothing was ever terrible or anything like that but right eh, it could be better from them but every other five guys i've been to is always hit it out of the ballpark I, I i just can't say the same well it's a real shame i get apparently so you you, you are apparently very passionate about this it's because i know food mr Hull. i am quite literally 
Gordon Ramsay reincarnated. I, okay, you can be Gordon Ramsay. I'm uh, Guy Fieri, you know. I, I'm just, you know, the likable guy who will eat anything. I don't, I don't have Funny to- because I'm pretty sure Gordon Ramsay actually prefers In-N-Out, like he brought it on an airplane once. Oh, did not know that. All I know about Gordon Ramsay is he's like the nicest guy to little children and then just a real... Uh, Oh, I love watching. I love watching Gordon Ramsay. Like I literally, I finished uh, season one of Hell's Kitchen today. I've seen multiple seasons of Kitchen Nightmares. Like I love it. Gordon Ramsay's amazing. I, I just, I just always love watching him with children because everything I know about him, I was like, man, it's just, it's just so funny just seeing how completely opposite. It is. So it always makes me wonder. I was like. You think he's it? One of them has to be for show, and I think him being like an ass is the one that's actually not true. Maybe, maybe yes, he I, made a good I, living off of it, though. Oh, he made a ton. I, I saw a video of actually Gordon Ramsay like three, maybe sometime this week, and it, he made like a pad thai, and when he gave it to like the chef, because you know, like it was an Asian restaurant, whatnot, he goes. This is terrible to Gordon Ramsay. He goes, "What?" He's like, "Tasty." Gordon Ramsay eats. It. He goes, "Tastes good." I, I, I was like, "That's not it, dude." It was just the funniest thing of just like a guy telling Gordon Ramsay, "Not nah, you can't cook right now." Blasphemous. I mean, you gotta have some uh, what do they call it? big kahunas to say something like that to him. Big cojones. Cojones. Kahunas. I don't know, man. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we have nothing left on the dock, so I guess this is our time of final thoughts before I figure out a good outro, which I'm still in the progress of figuring it out. That's right. Well, you, Mr. Holden, you can tell guests about what we can look forward to on our next Absolutely. show. Absolutely, we are going to be introducing a new segment. Uh, yes, for the viewers who have been with us for the long time, uh, early on, like every week, we you know kept introducing a new segment, and then we you know Eric and I were like, yeah, we hit a good groove of you know what killed us, who cares, are you Kimmy, what killed you this time, or we get you know the fan stuff in again, guys, you gotta follow us. We need we need to send in stuff. It's it makes the show and everything just a lot funnier and a lot more enjoyable. But we finally have a new segment coming out. Um, it will be out in the next episode when this may release sometime in February. I'm very behind on editing. I apologize. New segment, Idiots of the Week. Because Eric and I, what do we always say? People, People are, are idiots. People are idiots. And I think this is like the greatest segment we can bring in of, you know, who is an idiot of the week that we can just, you know, rant about and like tear them to shreds and just just have a you know good old time with so look forward to that um i think i think that might become my new favorite segment i think so and i think that we even have the opportunity to where let's get the fans involved in this too we want to hear why you think somebody could be nominated for idiot of the week we want to hear your reasoning for it you know get involved we want you guys we want to hear from you guys so let's get it Eric, thank you. I literally forgot to say that. Yeah. Send us in. Like, be like, hey, I am nominating. Uh, I'll use Austin Bleeker, for example. Nominating him. Be like, yeah, Austin did this. Say why. And then we'll read it out loud. And you know, it'll be like, you know what? We think this might qualify. So get involved. 
we'll have our own list and I think it's going to be a really good one. Eric, I any, think, anything I, else? I, I don't think so. You know, I think that, uh, I think we covered it. We had a great spirited debate. Yes, we did. It was wonderful. So, you know, normal drill, tell a friend, tell a friend, you know, he might tell a friend, not he, you know, they, sorry, can't, can't, got, can't, can't be too careful these days. Uh, please, again, follow our social media. Uh, Eric, actually, now that I'm saying, we forgot to create the Twitter account. We should probably get on that. Though, one of these days. One of these days. Probably not. Anyway, uh, all that jazz. And, yes, we are not dead yet, so we will be back next week because, you know, something's always killing us. True. All right. Have a good one, folks. Yeah.